Welcome to the Mycotoxin Matters podcast from Alltech Mycotoxin Management. As mycotoxins present an ever-increasing threat to livestock production, join us as we discuss these impacts and potential solutions, sustainable farming, and our vision for a planet of plenty. Welcome to the first episode of our new Mycotoxin Matters podcast. Uh, I'm Nick Adams, Global Director for Alltech's Mycotoxin Management Platform, and I'm going to be your podcast host each month as we explore a range of topics in and around the concept of mycotoxins, sometimes more detailed, sometimes less detailed. Uh, today, uh, I am delighted to have our president and CEO, Dr. Mark Lyons, on our uh, first episode to explore the topic of climate change and how it connects to Alltech's mission of working together for a planet of plenty. Mark, welcome. Thanks, Nick. Uh, great initiative, and thanks for the opportunity. We know this podcast will be focused on the challenges of, of managing mycotoxins. However, before we get into uh, more of a discussion around some of the technicalities, let's take a step back and look at the bigger picture around climate change and sustainability, because clearly that is increasingly becoming a board level discussion. Was Alltech mission of working together for a planet of plenty a response to these challenges? I think that this uh, this element of, of climate change and concern around environmental impact and particularly in our case the impact that agriculture has on on the planet uh, is something that's been growing in importance um, I can remember back to studying climate change and environmental science back in university and at that stage uh, when you spoke to the climate scientists they were certainly already convinced uh, that we were going to and we were influencing um, the planet around us that there was uh, going to be um, you know a lot of ramifications for climate change. But I think it took a long time for industry perhaps to accept that and, and also policymakers to accept it. Um, and so that has been something that you know, sustainability, as we as we talk about, is really moved into the fore and has become really a non-negotiable as uh, really, I think this has been driven as much by consumers as anyone. And so when I think back over the history of Alltech, you know, really since the very beginning, 1980, um, the focus of the business was, um, you know, very much on food production, on health, on wellness, and that wellness not being possibly just limited to humans and to um, our animals, but also our planet. And so when, um, you know, in the mid 80s, late 80s, Dr. Lyons, my father, launched the ACE principle. That was something that I think was a very strong indication that we saw that animal consumer environment, these were the core elements that we needed to be focusing on. So, you know, Planet of Plenty, I think, was just us, us taking what was already there, you know, that, that, um, legacy and history that we had connected to the ACE principle and putting it in a different context. Um, right now, I think that the future um, and, and future success, cha challenging ourselves to overcome some of these big uh, issues, um, you know, is going to be to come is going to come down to collaboration. And so that's where that working together element of, of the message is so important. Um, Planet of Plenty really is an indication, I think, of the optimism that we see, that we have realized and we've seen over the years, that when we can work together, when we can utilize new innovations and new technologies, we can actually um, you know, create an abundance of food. And especially when you think about this past year, um, you know, there's 
270 million more people are food insecure uh, this time um, this time of year versus last time this time last year. So, you know, that's extraordinary to just think in that period of time, the challenges have yet become even bigger. And I think that's the that's the thing, though, that we need to step up and as an industry, as an agri-food industry, um, overcome. And so we're really trying to utilize um, that that storytelling element of all tech, um, that focus on sustainability, and of course, the, the core um, of everything, the primacy of science, uh, which we always talk about within all tech. And, and maybe then following on from that, uh, all tech signed on to the UN Global Compact less than a month after sharing the company mission of working together for a planet of plenty. Why was this commitment important as part of this bigger picture? So I think that the the you know UN Sustainable Development Goals are something that are very helpful in terms of a framework. There's an element there where you can really um, have a sense of, uh, you know, this is how we're doing this, this is how we are aligned, and this is how we compare it to other companies and other sectors. And so I think that as a business leader, I think that's been something that I've found beneficial. Uh, we were very fortunate and possibly uh, this was part of the reason that, that we were able to receive the UN Security Council um, at the end of 2019. Um, at our headquarters was the reason that, you know, the fact that we'd signed up. And I said that to them, I said the fact that, you know, these are here, we can measure ourselves against them. That's actually something that's quite, quite helpful. So I think that it also gave our team a strong signal that this is something we're serious about. You know, purpose has always been a big part of our business, um, but it hasn't been so I think explicitly articulated, and so we always knew, um, you know, that that the business was here to make that impact on our local communities, on our on our industry, and hopefully on our society. Uh, but I think that through this time, you know, it's become so clear that the role of business in society right now is growing in importance. Uh, we've had challenges in government, perhaps taking that leadership position. There's a lot of big issues to deal with. Businesses need to step up. And so I think it it was a good way for us to be able to say, look, we've got this big mission of working together for a planet of plenty. Let's um, start to show that we're really taking actions. And uh, the sustainable development goals were a really helpful way for us to, to kind of frame that out. That's fantastic. And um, that led then to our first sustainability report that's come out in and around that. Maybe you could just sort of touch on that quickly. Yeah, so that was very helpful. Again, the way we think about sustainability, I think, is pretty broad. You know, we think about the impact, um, obviously, not just the environmental impact, the economic impact, the role that we play, particularly in our sector in rural communities, um, but in all the communities that we operate in. And so, you know, the first uh, sustainability report uh, compared to, the, from what I understand, the second and then, and then uh, going further forward is more, I think, around those stories and the different things that you've done and the initiatives that have been uh, initiated both in that first year and also um, you know, pre prior to um, going forward, I think there's going to be a lot more data and measurement and all of those types of things. But we wanted to make sure that we brought that that element of telling the stories of the different types of things that we're doing in different communities. And, you know, from the stories of of the, the projects we've had uh, for a number of years throughout Latin America related more to um, children's homes and those types of, of places and, and educational connections we've had to um, that story in India, which I found fascinating, uh, where our team was able to highlight that um, girls going to school were only going to school 
half a day because there were no there was only one set of toilets and so we built toilets then they were uh, they felt safe and they could stay for the entire day it's simple little things like that and then of course things that we're doing that are much more related perhaps to the way people might think typically of sustainability um, things like um, eco2 and the activities we have there uh, which are very much connected to our ability to measure environmental impact and reduce it so um, it was a, it was a great report and um, I'm actually really excited to see how we pull uh, the next one together, um, which I guess we've got about uh, another four, five, six months uh, to put some work in on. Yeah, well, we'll certainly look forward to, to seeing that when it comes out. I think the timing of the initiatives are really relevant, given where the industry is going. Uh, and that's highlighted really well with the recent launch of the European Green Deal, encompassing its farm to fork strategy. Within this, there are key areas focused around soil health, chemical use, both pre-harvest uh, and in feeds. How is Alltech's business set up to help European producers, but increasingly global producers, deal with this changing landscape, do you think? Yeah, I actually think, um, you know, the, the targets are very ambitious um, and quite you know, broad and and widespread. And it was interesting to to see some of the highlights you just just recently from the discussions in Davos. And I think that this uh, these conversations are continuing, and it's something that we need to to really um, not only have an eye on, but I think one of the things that we've been working on this year is how do we also have a voice as an industry in this discussion? Um, you know, the farm to fork initiative that you mentioned is very much led by. Um, I'd say the human health side of things and perceptions of, of human health. And, and so I think it's a really critical thing that we get the right information. You know, we've created partnerships now uh, with many different groups, but one in particular is the Clear Center uh, at the University of California, Davis. Um, Professor Frank Mitloner is doing a lot of work right now in terms of what the environmental impact is of um, particularly beef and dairy and how the methane and the biogenic cycle works and how actually, um, you know, the environmental impact of, of beef and, and dairy might not be as significant as it is presented. And so those are really important things, I think, on that side for us to be able to talk to the experts, the policymakers and say, hey, are we really looking at the right facts, facts or are we possibly uh, changing our industries in ways that is going to hurt not only our our, um, our food system, but also many of those individuals involved in farming and also uh, perhaps not achieve the environmental goals that we think we are achieving if we're not using the right data. On the other side, we know, of course, uh, that we can improve in terms of our environmental impact as an industry. And so I think this the, what, what's exciting to me is you start to see all the parts of the business starting to work together. You have, um, of course, the analytical side, things like InTouch, um, which allows us to, you know, really influence nutrition um, on those beef and dairy farms um, digitally. We have um, tools like our IFM, in vitro fermentation, which can give us indications of um, environmental impact or uh, productivity in those two being linked. Businesses like ECO2 uh, there in Stanford uh, that, that is now starting to take a bigger step and really has moved into the mainstream, I think, of all tech um, in this past 12 months, um, being able to make those environmental assessments, those on-farm assessments. Uh, plus, of course, things like our crop science, all of our, our traditional Alltech nutritional products, and really having a refocus where they're thinking, you know what, sustainability is going to be one of the major um, elements of, of our technologies. What if we said that's the thing that we're presenting to customers? How would that change the value proposition? And so it's exciting to see that that shift. And I think it's part of that 
broader shifts that we're seeing globally where people are saying, you know what, it's not just about uh, economic growth, it's also about many other elements uh, as we think about economics. And I think that Altec is very, very well suited to be the most relevant company in this space. Yeah, I think some really good points there and particularly in and around that, that concept of the different elements of the business coming together because when we look at how the landscape is changing and this increased need for producers to un- understand their environmental credentials, not only do we need to get the facts right, which is where uh, people like Professor Mitlona come in, but we also need to then be able to uh, to, to collect and verify that information, uh, which is where Altec ECO2 come in. And of course, we can then provide the individual solutions uh, that we have uh, with from 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 the different uh, platforms. So I think it's um it's really interesting to see uh, those uh, those different elements coming together. Uh, you you mentioned uh, earlier. Uh, around the crop science side of the business. Uh, and I think you talked about uh, the concept of spending more time in crop science because there's a great opportunity there. What, what are your thoughts around that side of the, uh, of the business? Well, you know, this is a space that we've been operating in for a long time, but pretty much have have remained in a few regions. So um, in Brazil, we have a very strong business. We have a strong business um, in the US and now starting in in Spain, Italy over the past few years um, that that business is progressing. And so it is one that I personally, you know, would be closer to uh, the animal nutrition side. And I'm very interested in spending more time with the crop team and and understanding the, the opportunities. This is a space that huge investment is going into, and we've been involved in it for 25, 30 years. And so other companies are seeing this more natural approach, the removal of, of uh, the need for pesticides or chemical fertilizers. And, and that push really is, is, I think, coming up against an industry that doesn't have a lot of those answers today. And so the biological space is something that is, um, you know, has, has a tremendous amounts of, of opportunity. And so we want to make sure that we are partnering with the right, right people. We're scaling and we're developing new technologies and we're really giving that business, um, you know, the opportunity that that it deserves. And so it, and then it's really exciting to see how it connects in, you know, in your area. Uh, we've been able to use some of those crop products and actually, you know, have better health for the for the for the plant itself and improve its own defenses and therefore reduce things like mycotoxins. And so, you know, it's exciting to see how those things um, have connected. We've even had opportunity to connect that right into our brewing uh, operations and had uh, improvements in fermentation simply because uh, of the lower mycotoxin load uh, going in with those grains. So there's lots of elements like that that I think are, you know, great stories and, and things that that I suppose in my role, uh, the job is to make sure that that those are scalable and that we can move at the pace that we need to. And again, really reinforcing that whole concept of working together, because certainly, you know, even even this week, talking to colleagues around uh, that concept of pre-harvest stress on plants, how things are moving, uh, going to move uh, in the future, and that importance around all tech crop science to minimize uh, infestation of uh, of mold. Uh, on, on the plant and and reduce mycotoxins it's going to be uh, an increasingly important step uh, and control point for for producers uh, moving forward 
finally maybe then then just wrap up generally with with some of the other things that that are on your radar right at the moment when we think about the short term and some of the issues that are right in front of us uh, that you think uh, need addressing yeah i mean i think that you know one of the big challenges that we're facing is of course the immediacy of 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 the challenge of covid and what it has caused um the the outcomes that are coming from that the disruption within our our supply chains and at the same time you know a lot of what's going on with with um grain prices you know looks like 2021 is going to be a really volatile year it's a year where we have of course the challenge of covid we've also got um, you know, challenges right now in terms of the supply and demand, the flooding in, in China, which caused a big increase in, in imports from the U.S., a shortage really, therefore, coming out of that and the fact that we've got very cheap money right now. So a lot of speculative money coming into the market. So there's all that volatility and those challenges at the same time we've got maybe a time where we are more focused on sustainability than ever uh, which is more of a long term and these at times in the past have been in odds you know that that the long term objective is sacrificed for the needs of today and so i think that's the that's the um you know, in, in some regards, the needle we need to, to thread here and make sure that we can get through this and we can continue to make the progress uh, required that, that we can have, um, you know, utilize new technologies that possibly have uh, reduced the environmental impact that we have at the same time um, can, can overcome the fact that we may be short in terms of um, some of the macro grains, macro ingredients that we traditionally would use. So it's going to be a very dynamic year. You know, um, we, we've been talking a lot about how sustainability is never achieved. It's a journey. It's something that we have to keep stretching and innovating and progressing. And so I think that, um, you know, for us, I, I think it's really responding to the new challenges that, that perhaps we weren't even anticipating back in December, uh, but are here with us in January. And at the same time, not taking our eye off the ball in terms of what the long-term goal is. Great, Mark. Thanks very much. Well, before we wrap up, any final thoughts from you? Well, I think one of the most impactful um, messages that I've heard this year, and this is the past 12 months, really has been that agriculture is an extraordinary asset for our planet and for our society, not a liability um, when it comes to climate change. And I think that's something that we need to kind of internalize. I think there's been so much in the media um, negative about agriculture. You continually see messages talking about the impact of uh, ruminant animals in particular being as much as fossil fuels. And these are debunked uh, reports that have been put out in the past. And the big uh, learning I think I had, especially learning from Professor Mitloner, was you know that we actually have an ability to potentially cool the planet uh, when you think about the fact that our beef and dairy herds are probably going to shrink as we're becoming more and more efficient. And so we're actually producing more with less already. And as we do that, we're putting less methane into the into the atmosphere. We now know methane is sticking around for, for 10 years uh, only and then uh, degrading further. And so this whole biogenic cycle and this whole concept, I think, is really exciting. And we've got to make sure that we bring that energy uh, to our um, our industry and make sure that we get that also, you know, not just to policymakers, but also to consumers in interesting ways. And so that, I suppose, when you think about things that keep you up at night or perhaps get you up in the morning, uh, that mission is a big thing that I'm very passionate about in making sure that we see the opportunity that's in front of us and how agriculture is a huge key to um, unlocking this great future. Mark, 
Thanks very much indeed. Some some great points. Really enjoyed uh, talking with you and 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 hearing about you know some of your thoughts regarding uh, this this changing landscape, how Alltech is set up, and and where you think uh, things will be moving forward uh, for us as we work to, together for our planet of plenty. So uh, much appreciated, uh, and uh, thanks very much indeed for your time. Thanks, Dick, for the opportunity. We hope you enjoyed listening today and look forward to you joining us next time on the Mycotoxin Matters podcast. For more information on the topics discussed, please visit nomycotoxins.com. That's K-N-O-W mycotoxins.com.